What are the components of a personal brand? It isn't just your logo. It isn't just your name or your color palette. It's so much more. The components of your personal brand are your niche, your mission statement, your logo, your branded photography, and your content. Episode 6 is just around the corner. Are you ready to dive in? I know I am. Hello, friends. Welcome to this episode of the Second Phase Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Graham, a personal branding expert and photographer. I am so excited you are here with me today to chat all about personal branding and life in the second phase. What is the second phase? The second phase for me was a change in careers and learning how to navigate a new world and build a business from the ground up when I was terrified to put myself out into the world. For some, the second phase is a significant lifestyle change. No matter the definition of your second phase, we are here together to learn about creating a personal brand that stands out and makes an impact and grow as our authentic selves and follow our callings, our passions, our visions, and our values. Wherever you are listening today, be sure and pause for just a minute and leave a review. Your ratings and reviews are what help the word spread about the show. If you find the information presented in the podcast helpful, please share it with friends and others and leave that review so that others can find us too. Now grab your cup of coffee or the dog's leash and let's dive into a new episode. Have you ever wondered about personal branding and what it actually is? Have you ever been curious about personal branding photography? Well, in my Brand Insider lookbook, I have all the answers for you. The lookbook includes everything you need to know about personal branding photography, how to overcome the fear of being in front of the camera, how to prepare for a photo shoot, and even how to choose a photographer. At the end of the lookbook, we even have a whole series of different poses and looks and ideas so that you can use those resources to create your shot list for the next time you have a branding photo shoot. To learn more and to download the free lookbook, visit my website, www.robingrahamphotography.com forward slash resources. I hope you enjoy it. What makes a personal brand? There are several components that are necessary for having a successful personal brand. Let's break the five components down into a little bit more detail. We'll start with defining a niche. Your niche is what you do. It's how you do it, who you serve, and the problem you solve. Your niche is unique to you and your brand, your values, your visions, and your passions. In episode two, I dove into the brand equation. Values plus visions plus passions equal niche or personal brand. If you need help with niching down, go back and listen to episode two. I think you'll find it enlightening and the exercise helpful. But if you still have questions, you can schedule a strategy call with me and I'll walk you through it. Keep in mind that identifying your niche will help you define your avatar or your ideal audience. The last thing you want is to put content out into the world that confuses people 
or targets an audience you don't want to work with. I'll talk more about that a little bit later in this episode when we dive into content. You can define your niche and still be multi-passionate. This is a really important thing to think about, but you need to define the niche and then get specific with where your passions align and who you are serving with each passion. Defining your niche and creating a scope will help you avoid confusion internally and externally and will help you create the know, like, and trust factor faster. Because people will have no doubt whether you can help them, no doubt about what you do, no doubt about who you serve, and ultimately no doubt about hiring you for your expertise. The next component I'd like to talk about is the mission statement. Your mission statement tells your audience what your intent is for your brand and how you serve others. Included in your mission statement are your values and how you use them to serve your clients. Your mission statement should include the value that you will provide, be inspiring. It should inspire people to want to work with you. It should be reasonable or plausible. If it is far-fetched, People will not believe in you or trust you. It should also be very specific. Specific about your business and what you do and who you serve. Building personal brands that stand out and make an impact. That is an example of my mission statement. Now I can elaborate on it and I can say that I help individuals and small business owners who are starting or rebranding a business to build brands that stand out and make an impact by providing strategies and content that builds confidence and helps them achieve the know, like, and trust factor. So those are two examples, and I'm gonna add a third example. I am a personal branding strategist and photographer who helps individuals and small business owners who are starting or rebranding a business build a personal brand that stands out and makes an impact. Brands are built on personality. It is my goal to serve others by providing strategies and content that builds confidence and helps to achieve the know, like, and trust factor by making an emotional connection with their ideal audience and sell without selling. All three examples show the value I provide, communicate what I do, are reasonable, and I'm not promising elaborate plans that I cannot produce, and I'm inspiring the reader to want to build a personal brand that stands out and makes an impact. Now, I think it's very important to note that the very first one, the very first example I used, building personal brands that stand out and make an impact, that's really very short, concise, it's powerful. We're not gonna lose anybody's attention with that. The longer a mission statement gets, the more opportunity you have to maybe bore people, but most likely just lose their attention span and lose the impact of the mission statement. You don't want a dissertation. You want two to three sentences, you can even have one sentence, like the first sentence that I read, building personal brands that stand out and make an impact. So think about those three examples and use them as examples to then launch a mission statement for yourself. Once you've defined your niche, it should be fairly easy to create a mission statement, but you do want to have a mission statement because that's an easy way for you to communicate to your ideal audience what you do 
who you serve and how you're going to serve them. The next component for a personal brand is going to be the logo. Your logo is a unique identifier using your color palette and mood board to help people easily identify you, your style, and your brand. Most logo designers will provide you with an entire brand portfolio, including a logo, a color palette, based on color psychology, and topography. Collectively, they represent your business and your personality as the business owner. A great logo will trigger an emotional connection to your business and be recognizable. There really is a science behind it, and that color psychology is really powerful. Having a logo created can be very expensive. I do believe it is valuable and necessary to have a logo. But if you are on a tight budget and need to choose between a logo and branded photography, I'm gonna recommend to choose branded photography to start. As I said, a logo is a unique identifier for your brand. But if you remember from episode one, we talked about what a personal brand is. It is the infusion of your personality into your business. Yes, a great graphic designer and brand specialist is going to create a logo that incorporates your personality. They have to. But the best way to get your personality across to your avatar is to be present and let them get to see you and know you. I realize this may seem biased because I'm a photographer, but if you really think about it, if you are making an investment for your brand and you're just starting out or you're rebranding, you want to make it so that you get the most value for the dollars that you spend. Branded photography is going to make an emotional connection with your audience much faster than a logo because people want to get to know the person behind the business. Remember, people buy personalities, not products and services. That leads me to the next component of a personal brand, branded photography. Stock photography can be great, but if you really want to get the attention of your audience and develop an emotional connection with them to help you pass the no like, and trust test, you need custom brand photography. Custom branded photography will represent you as your brand. Remember, your personal brand is your personality infused into your business which means people want to see you. They want to get to know you. The only way for your audience and ideal clients to get to know you is for you to be visible. Professional branding photography will get you noticed and it'll help build that emotional connection that is critical for growth of your brand. Let's use a dentist as an example. There are so many dentists and ultimately, they provide the same service, unless, of course, they are a specialist, like an endodontist or an orthodontist. So Mary just moved to town and needs a dentist because it's been six months since her last checkup. She Googles dentists in Smithtown, the new town she lives in. Dr. Roberts comes up first in the Google search. And just under Dr. Roberts is Dr. Garrett. Mary clicks on Dr. Roberts and sees stock photos of dental equipment, but no picture of Dr. Roberts, his office building, or his staff. She's kind of nervous about that because she'd really like to know a little bit more about the dentist she's going to see. So Mary goes back to the original search and clicks on Dr. Garrett's website. 
front and center on the home page is a picture of Dr. Garrett. Mary immediately relaxes, thinking, oh, she looks kind and approachable. She looks around the website a little more and sees pictures of the office building and pictures of other staff members who work in Dr. Garrett's office. Which dentist do you think Mary scheduled an appointment with? Dr. Garrett, of course. This is just one example of how powerful branded photography can be. The same concept holds true with using custom stock photos versus stock photos you can purchase online that everyone else in your space may be using on their website or for social media posts. The goal with photography is to, first of all, have great, noticeable, recognizable images that help you stand out. You really want to use your visual content, even graphics, to make an emotional connection with your ideal audience. So as you consider using stock photos versus customized branded photography, think about the impact that one or the other is going to have. Because if everyone in your space is using stock photos from the internet or similar photos from stock catalogs, are you going to stand out? Chances are you're not. Because you're not going to have an identifying factor through your visual content. So when you go to think about your photography and what you're going to post as far as pictures go, really consider that extra budget item of custom stock photography. And not only that, but you want to have your face present because your face and your eye, your eyes and your smile are what are going to make that emotional connection with your ideal audience and really help with your engagement and help people get to know you, like you, and trust you. And one more thing I wanted to add, as far as graphics go for visual content, use your brand colors. So even if you haven't worked with a brand specialist or a logo designer, you can look up color psychology. And I have a blog post on color psychology that I will put a link in the show notes to. And it goes over what the colors mean and how to make those decisions for your brand. And you can get a good feel for the message that you want to relay to your audience and the emotions that colors will trigger with your avatar. So I will include that in the, the show notes or the description of the podcast episode. But think about those things. And when you're creating those graphics in Canva or Visme or WordSwag or wherever you create your, your graphics for your social media post, think about incorporating those brand colors because those two will help you become more recognizable. So I wanted to mention that. Um, and now with that being said, we'll move into content. Your content, both visual and written, should inform, educate, and entertain your audience in a clear, cohesive, consistent, and valuable way. Your content should be created specifically for your ideal audience, the people you want to work with. Let's use me as an example. I have narrowed down the scope of my business to focus on personal branding. I am a strategist and I coach business owners. I do professional headshot photography and branding photography. If I post pictures on my social media feeds of wedding photography, I am going to not only confuse people about the type of work I do, but I will also have people calling me that are not in my ideal client base. I don't do wedding photography. I don't want to do wedding photography. 
there's nothing wrong with wedding photography. It's just not my thing. It's not what I want to do. It's not what I'm passionate about. However, there are photographers out there who are amazing wedding photographers and they love what they do and that's where their passion lies. So if the rare occasion happens that someone asks me about wedding photography, I refer them to the wedding photographers in my referral bank. But it would be a waste of my time to have inquiries about wedding photography every day. So I don't have wedding photography on my website and I don't post about wedding photography. I make sure that my content is targeting the, my avatar and the people that I want to educate, that I want to find value in my content and the people that I want to ultimately work with, that I want to have hire me. So most importantly, you want your content to be engaging. You want people to interact with you when you have created content and shared it. And when people comment on your content, engage with them in return. This is how you create relationships that will help you build a client base and referral source. Engage, engage, engage. I'm telling you, building those relationships is so important. So my question to you, does your personal brand have all of these components? Are you struggling to identify your personal brand? Do you have questions about how to make your brand stand out in the sea of online noise? If the answer to any of those questions are yes, or to the first question, does your personal brand have all of these components? If that answer is no, schedule time with me so we can chat about it. I offer a free 15 minute call or a one hour strategy call that is recorded and you'll receive a copy of the transcript and my recommendations for you on how to create or further develop your personal brand. I love to learn more about people who are starting a new business, people who want to rebrand their business. So if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to chat with you. I'd love to help you. And most importantly, I can't wait to see what your brands become after listening to this episode. So if you've listened to this episode and you found information that was useful, please screenshot the episode and post it on your stories in Instagram and tag me so that I can take a look at your social media feeds and see like where you're at, what you're doing and how you're using content to further grow your business. And that's a wrap friends. Thank you so much for listening today. I am grateful to have you here with me. Before you go, have we connected on Instagram yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Find me at the Robin Graham. It's Robin with a Y. And take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your stories so that I can find you too. You can also find me on Facebook at Robin Graham Photography and on LinkedIn as Robin Graham. I hope you'll follow me in those places so that we can stay connected and I can get to know more about you as well. And remember, if you found this information helpful or think a friend might enjoy it, please spread the word. Until next time, remember to smile.